All right, super excited to be here with you guys tonight. I have a very special guest that I've been just like seriously dying to get on <laughs> the page here. And the question I have for you tonight, as you're hopping on or you're watching this on the replay, you know, go ahead and comment hashtag replay if that is the case, or if you're hopping on here live, I'll go ahead and give you a shout out. But what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Seriously, that is the, one of the most amazing questions I think that any of us can ask ourselves. And tonight I have a very special guest, Amy Hoover Marquez, who's here as a life coach and is going to be sharing her experiences with us to really walk us through what it is that you can do in your life right now. Maybe there's something holding you back, but we're going to dive into that a little bit. Amy, I'm going to kick it off to you, friend, to go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for having me too, Paul. We've had so many fantastic conversations. I'm excited to share them with everyone. Um, yeah, I started this, this um, journey for life coaching probably five years ago when things really started to change in my life. And I realized that I um, wasn't really living my true potential or who I was truly made to be my authentic self sure, uh, sure. led me down this, this, this path. And now, you know, I really desire to help others get unstuck and even discover who they really are because oh. so many times we just don't know and things change over time. So if we can change and grow with that, boy, our lives can be fantastic. Absolutely. And you've, you've lived such a rich life and one that's varied in your, you're a mother, you've been a fitness mm -hmm. instructor, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I think you still do, right? You, you teach yeah, I, as well. And I do. So you live in multiple universes. And so that's right. what I felt so compelled to bring you on is because you have so much experience and you've really put yourself out there. So, um, what, what really led you up to being where you are now? I guess walk us through that journey of before you were a life coach, kind of what were some key things in your life that led you up to this moment to be able to help others and to feel empowered to be where you mm -hmm. are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, you know, just life as, as we go through life, we change, we grow, we discover the things that we like or the things that we don't like or what works for us. Yep. Um, and just starting to really discover who I was designed to be and the things that fed my soul, you know, the things that really resonated with me. Um, we all do the things that we have to do. You know, there's not a lot of people that like washing the dishes and, you know, paying taxes and all of that. Yeah. We do those things we have to do. Have but to what do is it that really feels like us? And, and as I, um, you know, kind of started growing and began to, things began to change. My children were getting older. You know, I didn't have the babies and toddlers anymore. And so things looked, began to look really, really different for me. Um, you know, began, of course, as you mentioned, and thank you, um, doing fitness instructor and really started to connect with a lot of my clients there, awesome. um, talking to them and helping them uh, you know, improve whatever it was they wanted. And I would get these texts or I would get these direct messages that would say, hey, I walked up the stairs and I didn't die. You know, I'm making progress. And it's like, this is progress. great. Yeah, right? Absolutely. And it's what it's whatever it is for you. You don't, I realize you don't have to be this big bodybuilder or anything like that. It's 
whatever your goals are that really make you feel better. And so as I began down that path of really speaking to my clients there in the fitness industry, it really, it really began to feel right and feel like that's what I was meant to be. As a, as a mom, I do that all the time. But at some point, you know, my, my kids hopefully will still need me and still call me. But my life will look much, much different when they're all gone from home. And so, um, you know, really working in this in this community and then getting involved with um, some other aspects now where I help a lot of women who have come out of some very difficult situations discover who they are now through this life coaching as well. That's so so awesome. it's, yeah, it's just sort of, you know, the universe has laid it out for me and it has worked yeah. really, really well and feels very authentic to me. That is, it's honestly amazing. And as you talk through just the, uh, just how women have reached out to you and they'll text you and it's, it's maybe it's a, a small win or it's a big win, but something that someone yeah. can be proud of. And, yeah. you know, really realizing that you said something that was really key. It's what is a win for them? Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and so many of us throw, throw those wins or those small forward progresses, maybe in the proverbial garbage can without even realizing mm -hmm. it, realizing that even the small wins are the big ones over time. Right. And absolutely. It's just absolutely key. So I think you laid it out really well to what brought you up to this moment. So, you know, in talking about fear and mm. you being, how long have you been a life coach now? I, I've been a life coach for um, almost two years. Okay. So what's been, what has been maybe one or two of the most empowering things for you as a life coach that you've taken away so far that you've find to, found to be maybe like a common theme or a thread throughout the last couple of years that you're like, yeah, this really is the right fit. And I'm going to keep going mm -hmm. with this. Because mm -hmm. I, I know you're passionate about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it has been just kind of what we've talked about. And, and you know, what it says, what it says on my cards is if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? Yeah. yeah. And as things really changed for me, it's that proverbial, my world became an oyster and I could do whatever I wanted to. Yeah. I could I discovered that I could make my life feel really genuine and authentic for me. And so I I embraced that. What if I could do something, what would it be? And if yeah. I knew that I wouldn't fail, what would I do? Um and and I had a lot of encouragement from my clients before, you know, in the fitness industry, just saying, "Oh, okay, well it seems like I can help people and um, it just really seemed to fit. And I, I, ha I had a lot of setbacks. I had a lot of fear because I, yeah. I hadn't done it before and I hadn't worked outside the home except for the fitness for so long. But I also, um, my dad was an entrepreneur. My father started a business with four other guys in 1974. Yeah, that's um, a great that story. I love the story. <laughs> <laughs> that company is still going great today, but they were all working together and they said, you know, I think we can build a better widget and they did it. 
And I think we can do that better than other companies. And I think we can, and I think we can. And they tried and they had banks refuse their um, loans and it, you know, the whole thing, but they just kept saying, okay, maybe it won't go like we want it to, right. but right. we'll learn from it. And right. they had this can do, what if I couldn't fail kind of attitude. My dad always used to say, you don't know unless you ask. Let's, you don't know unless you try. He would always say those. And I just really, that stuck with me. I don't know. I don't know if I don't try. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine. I'll do something else. That's pretty amazing to hear as a kid. Did you hear that from yeah. since you were just a little girl? Hearing that growing up too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Dad would always, he would say something like that. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't know if you don't ask. And yeah. um, he would always too just say, you know, just do the next thing. Yeah. Whatever it is, just do the next thing. And you keep moving forward. Yeah. And the next thing doesn't have to be, you know, that you're suddenly famous and a millionaire. The next thing <laughs> is, yeah. you know, that you just... Uh, design that next widget or, you know, take that next um, course in order yeah. to get closer to whatever your dream is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, what a great example, not just for you, but for everybody that is coming to contact with your dad to be an example, mm -hmm. to lead the way to, to be around his mindset, to yeah. be around yeah. that you don't know until you, until you do, until you try, right. you know, right. that question. So for the people that are out there that may not have had such positive or robust or strong influences in their life, like your dad, like your mom, even mm. like we, had conversation. We, did, we didn't tell my mom's story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So tell the story about your mom real quick. Um, my mom worked in the mortgage industry and of course, when the, it all just went downhill, she lost her job. She was laid off like so many other people in the industry and she and her sisters every year will go on some kind of a trip. Well, they happened to be on a cruise up into Canada and, and she said she was sitting on the deck one day, just going along on this cruise in the water and there was nothing but, you know, ocean and some scenery and it was beautiful and centering. Awesome. And it suddenly occurred to her. So she started this business um, that was an event planning business. And it became very, she did very, very well. And my mom at the time was 66 years old. And she's like, I mean, what, why not? Why not? Why not? I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a great yeah. success. It turned out really, really well. But it was a great lesson, too, in that so many times I think we put these parameters on ourselves and we say, Oh, I'm too old or I don't know enough about it. I couldn't possibly, or I'd have to get more education in it. Could I really go back to school or whatever? I mean, insert whatever your excuse is. Yeah. And it was just such a great example for me to say, you know, there is no wear white after labor day. If you want, I mean, there are no rules to it. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I've been known to do that. <laughs> so with the positive influences that you've had, yeah. you know, like, you know, like we touched on just a moment ago, not everybody has those influences or those mentors in their life that are just mm -hmm. naturally there. 
So for someone that is fearful or maybe that is looking to step outside of their comfort zone, step outside of the box, Mm -hmm. take on a new endeavor, and specifically for the audience that we have here, which are online entrepreneurs, network marketers, but guys, this applies to any endeavor you want out there. That's why it's fascinating to bring you on here, Amy, is for someone that is fearful, so for someone that is ready to take on that next challenge, but not exactly sure how, and then probably thinking about not even taking that first step. Mm -hmm. How does someone get started? Oh my, I, yeah, I have been there so many times and I'm sure you've done it a time or two as well, where Mm -hmm. that fear just keeps you stuck. And, you know, here's the thing about fear though. Fear is supposed to keep us safe, right? It keeps us from sticking our hand out to that strange dog or running out in the street. Yeah. But so many times we have learned We've either uh, been told, you know, don't touch strange dogs. So now we know to fear strange dogs, don't run in the street, that kind of thing. Or we've had some life lesson, you know, maybe something happened that was not so pleasant. So we were afraid. We don't want that to happen again. And sometimes it is very real. It's absolutely real. And, and there's, it makes perfect sense why that would happen that you would not want to step back into something that didn't go so well the last time. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, But then there's also instinct. You know, nobody has to tell me to run if I'm being chased by a lion. You know, we just know and we're out of there. Thank goodness. Right. Right. (laughs) But there's but there's there's sometimes a disconnect in our brain that we don't understand. It's not a lion. But that's our first instinct is, oh, no, I'm going to be afraid of that. It's really big and scary. Um, but if we sit down and, and really work with it and embrace that fear, yeah. then we can begin to move past it. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, the things that we fear, statistically speaking, they don't happen very often. True. Very true. Right. So that's where, you know, that's where I come in with that. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Because it's the fear that keeps us from even trying. And so if we don't try, if we don't take that first step, we've we've already in essence failed we failed to move forward yeah that's very true and And i think you really broke it down into it it's a step Mm -hmm. so defining what that step is for you so moving to where you you've got that great springboard of the saying you know what would you do Mm -hmm. if you couldn't fail can you share with us what kind of possibilities that opens up for your clients. So when you're having a dialogue with them, probably similar to a lot like what we're having right now, mm-hmm. what do people start to share with you once you take that barrier away? If they knew they couldn't fail, right. how does that shift the conversation? Yeah. You know, one of the things that that I will do, one of the exercises that we do, well, I do vision board workshops for one thing, which are huge at opening up all those possibilities. Yeah. But we also will just sit down and say, we do an exercise where you say, okay, you're going to talk to yourself from the future to the past yeah. and what happened. So you're looking in the present, what is going to happen when you're successful. Yeah. And then you're going to talk to yourself from the future from there. And so... It might look something like this. And I would say, okay, in the future, um, 
I want to travel the world. Okay. So then I would, I would talk to myself and I would say, you know, that trip to London that I took where I saw all of these sites and I ate this and I experienced that and you name it all. That was so, that was so wonderful. That was so much fun that, that fed my soul. That was one of those things I can check off my bucket list. You talk as if it's already happened, which brings you a little bit out of that fear into the idea that this is a possibility and I can do this and how I could experience it. And if you're actually talking about it, it's, you have all these modalities going on, right? Our learning modalities. So you begin to actually put yourself there because, and especially here, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurs. You've got a lot at stake. You you have your business at stake. This is money at stake. This is all the work that you've done to get here. Um, So, and it's a lot of responsibility as an entrepreneur. You're, you're the only boots on the ground. You know, you, you're the, you're the marketing department. You're the uh, accounting department. You know, you're answering the phone. You're the one doing the actual work. And so that even makes it even more so, I think, for entrepreneurs that that fear is so big or even it's, I don't even know where to begin. And so when we get, begin to break it down into, I want to do this. And then you look back and say, you were, this is what happened when you did that. Yeah. Then you can begin to parcel those out and make sense of them and determine which is the most um, important to move forward with right here and right now. Yeah. And you understand what that will feel like. And when we have a good feeling versus that fear feeling, yeah. that's what begins to move us forward. Very awesome. And that makes sense from, from the standpoint of being able to put yourself in that future space Mm -hmm. in the present tense right to feel it to experience it like i am walking through that journey with you just starting all over Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur and feeling that yeah that feels pretty pretty darn amazing you know but also to knowing that the challenges that i have now that I didn't foresee as a beginning entrepreneur a couple of years back. Yeah. You know, I'm able to understand that, but say, you know what? It is truly one step at a time. And I'm able to re-engage the activity mm-hmm. that you're walking through. And it feels very peaceful is the way I would explain it. So right. when, you're, when you're walking, you know, through this, through this activity, which is, I can't even imagine how powerful it is when what happens with your clients to their to their body language? Oh, as, you know, as you're yeah. having these chats with them, um, you've mentioned meeting a few people in person as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens with their tone of voice, their body language? You know, what kind of shift do you notice? Oh, everything shifts. Okay. There's, there's, you know, we sit up straighter and they start smiling and, and sometimes I even get, you know, funny things. Oh yeah. Well, I hope I don't fall in the, you know, I'm on the, the river boat, you know, I hope I don't fall in. And so we get these (laughs) funny stories and these thoughts and these possibilities and it becomes just uh, exciting. And, and really a lot of times it's like reliving whatever, 
they've actually done. You know, mm. they're proud of themselves. And even though we haven't done it, but they're proud of themselves realizing that, yeah, this is me. So you just kind of mm. name it and claim it, but it totally yeah. changes. It totally changes the outlook, um, the feel of the room, how they present themselves. And then that whole, yeah, outlook in the into the possibilities. So awesome. Yeah. And then we'll name even mm. after that. If there's a, a, whatever it is, I am a successful entrepreneur. I yeah. am making X number of dollars a year. Yeah. I have so many clients. I have whatever it is so that they sort of have that, um, that goal. And it's in the present tense of I am yeah. whatever, or I have whatever, or I can do whatever. I can go on these trips because I am a successful entrepreneur and I make X number of dollars a year. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's something that when I'm listening, it's, it's truly a skill set. It's truly a skill set to break it down, to keep it just to take it down a notch and you're walking someone through the process and this is their journey. You're helping them with their journey and you're helping them flush it out, which is yeah. what is, is a gift for people. Number one, that don't necessarily see and think that way. Um, and the, and the entrepreneurial community that I'm a part of, you know, one of them, we call it a future pacing, future mm -hmm. pacing, being able to yeah. see yourself, you know, as you would like to, to be, but then also to speaking to your point of how you already see that you are in that future space, you just need to take a few steps to meet that mm -hmm. reality and right. put it into action. Yeah. So that is huge. And what can and that can be the hard part is taking the hard steps. Part. Yeah. Right. So someone's right. like, you know, they're like, Amy, this is great. And you know, we're walking through this, but now I just need to figure out the actions. Can you help mm -hmm. me with that? I mean, mm -hmm. where do I start? And then they're they're starting to maybe panic or hyper. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're like, then they go back into that rewind state, right? Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah, so. that's exactly what happens. <laughs> so, so <laughs> or what, what can happen? Yeah. What activities do you take people through? I mean, do they meet with you a couple sessions, or is it is someone meeting with you for a full six to twelve months to? to really get off the ground, to not go back into ineffective habits? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really great question. Usually um, my packages are, are 12 sessions, you know, so it's, it depends on how you want to break it up. Some people I meet with like three weeks a month, but yeah. I, I really at least three months and most are at least six. Yeah. And, and then some people, of course, are, you know, they keep going because yeah. we we start to make that progress and you just really need to keep keep at it. And you know, it's like exercise, Paul. You got to keep at it to keep making progress. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's, it just builds on each other, right? Yeah, exactly. Because we do. We break it down then into actionable steps in order to do whatever it is that they're looking to do in order to make some progress there. That's so awesome. So with, uh, with your clients, um, there was a question I had in mind here. Yeah. So when they're coming to meet, um, at, you know, from beginning to end, and they're seeing, and they're seeing these progressions, um, what do people start to realize? Here's the question, is what do people start to realize 
is happening as they're going through, and especially those clients that you have a little bit longer, um, what kind of self-discovery and self-awareness do you start to see in people as they're going through these journeys? Because you are certified in, in walking people through these steps. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so you're able to identify specific behavioral patterns or behavioral mm -hmm. language um, patterns in people that may be effective or ineffective. So when people start to have that self-discovery and that self-awareness that I'm getting this, yeah. what kind of yeah. things start to transpire? Yeah, it is a real mind shift. The more things that you do and succeed at, or even if you don't succeed at it, if you learn a lesson from it, awesome. then, yeah, then um, they realize that it's okay. You know, I can keep going and I might be afraid of this, but really the worst didn't happen. And even if the worst does happen, then we just come back, we reset, we start again, that nothing is set in stone. Nothing is, irre well, <laughs> nothing's irreversible, really. I mean, nothing is so yeah. bad because I mean, really most of the time, the big takeaway is that the fear was far worse than the failure, even if it doesn't succeed. What yes. I was scared of and kept me stuck, that was crazy. Right. Because, yeah, right. because it didn't really happen. And even though it didn't go swimmingly or like I thought it would, it's cool. You know, I was fine. I, nothing. I didn't die. You know, it was great. So <laughs> and, and, they, and they get that inner strength, too, to yeah. realize I can do this. It's, it's a really empowering for them to realize that they have control over their life and that they can shape their destiny and shape their future to look like they want it to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, cause there are people in this world, you know, and if you are watching this, if you are listening to this later, um, there are people in this world, whether you are one of them or not, maybe it's someone in your family, maybe it's a, a best friend, maybe it is a, a sibling or what have you. And um, some of us in this world are, this is happening to me. There's nothing I can do about yeah. it. You know, everything yeah. is just out of control. And right. you know, it is so true. There are things outside of us, the factors outside of us, we can't mm -hmm. control. The, the one thing we can control is ourselves and our response to the world. I mean, everything mm -hmm. that we respond to is just, it's a stimulus to evoke a response from how we respond to it. Yeah. And we get to right. choose how we respond. Um, but really just identifying those patterns, mm -hmm. understanding what the cause is, how to move past. But when we're talking about fear, and I don't know if you've ever heard it broken down like this, but um, there's a few different acronyms out there, but future events appearing real. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, and, and it's, it's, it's that fear factor and it's, and it appears real. It can feel very real Oh yeah. in our minds, you know, for whatever reason, what we're fearful of, but it sounds like when you walk through just life planning with your clients and mm -hmm. whatever dreams they have, whatever journey it is that they want to be on, you address that, you address yes. those fears. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you said something that's really key, Paul, yeah. is that it does feel real yeah. because in some ways it is real. 
we have something that has happened to us or that we have experienced that we keep in this backpack that we carry around for our life, right? This yeah. is our who bag. You and I have talked about our who bag, this thing mm -hmm. that we carry around all the time yep. on our back. Yep. And for some reason, whatever that might be, like maybe I don't like dogs. Well, maybe when I was two years old that I don't even remember, some great big dog of the neighbors came up and stood eye to eye with me, and now I don't like dogs. All I know is I don't like dogs. That's my fear. I don't remember that this neighbor dog came up to me. It's the same way for so many other things that we fear. There's something, an emotion, a feeling, a memory that triggers for us that makes us afraid to move forward. And yes. when we, and we work on that, with my clients and I work on that. What does it feel like? Where's that fear coming from? They may never be able to say, well, when I, when this happened, that's why I'm afraid. Yeah. But there is something underlying that. And when we can figure out what that is, we can put that fear aside and we can deal with that feeling, which then gives this huge empowerment to move and the power to move forward because we're not yeah. spending the energy on the fear part. And we've identified why so that when it happens again, now the client can walk through it on, even on their own because they yeah. know where that's coming from. It's, it's going to happen. It happens to all of us. Yeah, it does. It does. It's part of, I don't think any of us have that easy button in life where we've walked through it and there have been no fears. Oh, right. Right. I, I don't care if you came off the streets or if you've been fed the silver spoon mm -hmm. your entire life, you know, yeah. so to speak. I mean, everybody has a fear that's out there that's really holding them back mm -hmm. um, or has held them back. And, yeah. um, and a lot of us, you know, have thankfully overcome those things. Um, can you share with us, uh, you know, in, in, in client confidentiality is absolutely important. Um, sure. But uh, what's been the most rewarding um maybe story or experience for you that you can share without being specific. You know, we want to protect, hmm. you know, client. Right. Reality, of course, but just something that's been really rewarding for you, maybe in a general sense, um, things that you've just found just like, so just amazing over the last couple of years that you're like, this is absolutely the place where I want to be. And this is the feeling that pays it forward and is just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I'm not sure there's any one, but the recurring theme that I see yeah. is a lot of my clients come in and we can't even work on feelings. They have no idea. Like, what do you want things to look like? I have no idea. They're mm -hmm. so stuck. They, they yeah. don't, they don't know. And that's so fair. I liken it. That's fair. So, At least they're being honest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's like, and I've been there. It's like those, um, bingo cages you know when you spin it and all the balls are going around yep. inside yep. yep that's what they have going on in their head okay and when we can stop that spinning and get one little ball out and work with that suddenly their whole world just opens up and they can begin to put things in linear fashion and to deal with them and work with them yeah. and those clients then come out with um, tools to stop the spinning. Yeah, yeah. But also, again, I'm and I, I just can't say this enough that empowerment piece. 
where they say, I do have control over my life. It's not just this stuff spinning and I'm at the effect of whatever's happening. Uh, And, and just realizing that they have all these choices and all these possibilities and they can really make it what they want to. And over and over and over, those are the clients that a lot of my clients that I work with that are so stuck. They don't even, they don't see any possibilities. They just say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hear that all the time. Yeah. And by the end they're making these plans and they know what they're going to do. And it's great. It's, that's really, you know, I think the key is that we all live in authenticity who we're made to be that, that us that feeds our soul. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we've got a purpose here on earth and if people can really get into their purpose and discover what that is, yeah, then they can serve other people. Yeah. So are you okay if we, we park here for just a moment? Absolutely. So we've got a purpose here on earth mm-hmm. and, and everybody has that most authentic part of them that when they find it, when they nurture it, when they water that, that patch of grass, if you will. Yeah. What, gosh, when people finally find that authentic self, Mm -hmm. what does it mean? to a journey what does it mean to a person to really strive to seek that out versus just living motion to motion going day to day but especially for for you helping people on this journey is it is it as Good as it sounds to find your authentic self, is it is, is it as amazing as it seems? Because I can answer that yeah. it is. Yes. I can answer that it is. There's no one button solution, but right, right, yeah, yeah. There is no one button solution. What yeah. looks great for me isn't going to look great for you, Paul, and I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Because then we're all the same, right? Yeah. But I certainly think the answer to that question is yes. When you live your authentic self, it is as great as a, you know. I say it is, and you say it is. Um, And and anybody who's made that journey and that discovery says it is. And and I'll I'll just toss this in there real quick, but it's really fear that keeps us from doing that. Yeah. And we live in the... I agree. Yeah. We live in this expectation of other people. Well, if I'm over 40, I shouldn't wear animal prints. You know, we, so we don't, but that's not who I am authentically. I want to wear those. Those things make me happy. They, they fill my life with joy and fun. And if I want to go skydiving, I should be able to do that. But, oh, we don't do that if we're, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah. When we step into who we, who we are, yeah. um, what, what feels good to us, yeah. then I think we live really in alignment and we have peace with ourselves. Yeah. And we're able to... Um, really be, I think, light to so many other people and an example to other people. And we have the energy now to feed and serve other people instead of using our energy, trying to fit in this box that we think we belong in. Yes. 
Yes. And it's not our box. It's not our box. So, so many of us have, have done that, Amy. We, we've oh, yeah. put ourselves in this box and, and with what you've said, you know, I, I think of it as shifting your paradigm and, yeah. and, and really finding your, like you said, your authentic voice. But walking this journey, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how many, how many years it takes for some of mm-hmm. us to find, number one, find our voice, yeah. right. find our authentic self, being okay with kind of being polarizing, mm-hmm. if you will, because mm-hmm. having some polarity in your life means that you found your authentic self, you found your voice. Not everybody's going to be happy with the decisions that you necessarily right. make, you being this overarching you, not you specifically, right, right. but, right. you know, not everybody's going to be happy with the decisions that a person makes. So yeah. to find that authentic voice, to walk down that path, um, for some people that, you know, feel like it's too late and, and whether they're in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, their 60s, and so on and so on. What do you have to tell that person that maybe feels like it's too late for them? Because we've all walked individual paths and I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't want someone to compare their chapter 10 to my chapter 20 and whatever right. journey, you know, it's, we're, we're all on our, our own routes. Yeah. What would you, yeah. Tell? you know, and I don't even want somebody to compare my chapter 20 to my chapter 10. Yeah. Because we grow yeah. and we become different people. Right. Yep. So yeah, it, it's not too late. The only time that it becomes too late is when you die. Yeah. You can, you can change all the way up until then. Then you're out of time. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I think you had said something and it, it just, I got to thinking, it made me think, you know, part of the reason I think sometimes that we don't become our authentic selves is because we're afraid of losing friends, losing family, that people won't like us. Yeah. But I don't know how it's been for you, Paul. I know for me, it and many other people that I've talked to as well, once that happens, you attract your tribe. Yeah. You yeah. attract people to your life that are incredible. Energy attracts like energy. Yeah. And those people will come into your life that are yeah. meant to be there. Yeah. And you'll realize that the ones that sort of fell away or that yeah, didn't weren't really you didn't realize it that they weren't a great yeah. fit until you yeah. realized who you were. And yeah. now the people in my life are richer. They're more authentic people. We feed each other's souls so much more than people who were in my life before when I wasn't who I really was. Yeah. So well said. And 20 or so years ago, I would have said, that's a bunch of hogwash. Energy, <laughs> too. eating energy. What yeah. are you talking about? That's crazy talk. Yep. I have no idea what you're talking about. You're just trying to brainwash me. <laughs> <laughs> but now I get it. I get it. You yeah. know, being, you know, in past my, you know, 40s now, I mean, getting into, you know, middle 40s here, it's just like, there's been a journey. There's been, mm-hmm. I've been a few journeys that I've been on and I know that you've been on. Yeah. And 
it makes sense because you're absolutely right. The people that have come into my life certainly have been very vocal, Mm -hmm. but very respectful, very thoughtful, very self-driven, very motivated, very empowering, um, very just some incredible soulful people that desire more and they're hungry. Like Mm -hmm. if I had to find one word to encapsulate all the people that I'm now starting to attract in life, it's people that are hungry for change. They're hungry for more, but they're doing something about it. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I just don't know where anybody, I didn't know where anybody was until I decided to make that change personally. And this isn't, mm-hmm. you know, the Paul show or anything. This is, you know, this is, this is the, you know, find yourself, find your authentic voice and, mm-hmm. um, you know, live, live, live your, you live your truth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you will have the most genuine tribe. You yeah. really will. Yeah. There'll be people that are super good fit for you and perfect. You know, this is a class I wish we could teach in the schools. Yeah. You know, how to be authentically you and don't worry about what the latest trend is. Yes. Yeah, but it does sometimes take right? us Yeah, right. It does sometimes take us 40 years to get there. And yeah. I just wish we could get there earlier. Yeah. You know. But it but it's a journey and of course there's lessons that we learn along the way. And yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as we as we get closer to closing mm-hmm. out here, um just uh I do want to pick that just for just a moment. So in the school system, if we were to teach yeah. something um, to the to the focus of finding your authentic self and having that voice early on, mm-hmm. what do you think that would do? What do you think that would do to our kids, oh, wow. our school system? Yeah. I think we would, it would make a huge difference in those kids. Yeah all those hormones and teenage years are hard enough anyway. Let's, let's be who we are and let's be okay with that. Let's be okay with that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Can you, can you imagine a group of kids getting around each other and saying, Hey, I know you're going through some really hard stuff, but that's okay. We got your back. Yeah. You know, and I know you wear crazy socks, but that's okay. That's who you are. And I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. So tearing each other apart instead of going, Oh, that's just dumb. Yeah. Oh, we do that as adults too. So, yeah. you know, but still, yeah. If yeah. we could learn it and, we, and then move it forward. Oh my, our society would be incredible. It would be very, it would be so connected on a different level, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I absolutely agree. And so I, that's a thought that I've in a conversation I've had a couple times with a few other people. And so it's like, why isn't this taught in schools? Why aren't we helping kids mm-hmm. find their authentic voice? Why aren't we helping kids understand that it's okay to know that the fear is going to be out there and how yeah. to move forward and move yes. past it and embrace it, mm-hmm. embrace the fear, acknowledge that it's there, not trying to hide it, but just moving with it. Right. And allowing right. yourself to be who we are through the process. Yep. You know, and that's an exercise that I do with my clients too, is working with the fear. The fear is there to protect you. Yeah, it is. It's there to keep you safe. It is. And when we don't need it, 
we just say, you know, thank you, fear, for being there. I know you wanted to keep me safe. I've decided I'm going to, you know, travel the world. And if I get lost, that's okay. I can figure it out. I'm smart. I'm resourceful. But I thank you for being there for me. But I don't need you right now. I don't need you. I don't so need to. Very yeah. similar to a, a podcast that I listen to. And there are only two types of people in the world that are not fearful. Toddlers. <laughs> psychopaths. <laughs> oh. As so, I think about yeah, that, Paul, I fear, think that's true. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, if we have fear, it's the fact that we have fear, it's pretty darn normal. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's okay to have it. And it's okay to, to, that it's there. It is. It is. But let's move past that. Let's move past it. So yeah. Amy, um, we've talked quite a bit about how to embrace your, your best self and, mm -hmm. and uh, what would you do if you couldn't fail and, and what fear really is. Um, closing out, what is one thing that you want people to know um, that is so important to, to find your authentic self, to find your mm -hmm. voice in your life so you can feel like you're moving forward, like you're making progress? What would you want people to know? Yeah. Oh boy. As hard as it is, it's easy to say and hard to do. You know, sorry. It's such a general question. But, well, but to just do it, yeah. do something that you're afraid to do. Yeah. Uh, how about go to dinner by yourself? Good one. That's, I hear that over and over. Well, I want to go to dinner, but I'm going to go to dinner with, and I really don't want to sit by myself. Well, Go to dinner by yourself and, and get through it and be okay. Cause, yes. cause it's like muscles, you know, the more we use it, the stronger it gets. Yeah. And then we're willing to step out and we're willing to say, I'm going to wear white after labor day and I'm going to wear crazy socks and I'm going to whatever these things are that we really, really want to do. We'll get there one yeah. step at a time. So you know, do the first thing, just uh, do the next thing and then keep yeah. moving forward and embrace that fear. Thank yeah. it and move, move through it, but embrace it. And yeah, just keep going. It's, yeah. I know it sounds so easy. It sounds so, well, that's what everybody says. That's not real helpful, but yeah. I think you'll find that the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah, no, it's very true. And I know we can't speak specifically because everybody's situation is going to be different, but that's, the total reason yeah. in, in keeping it just a little bit general and, but I mean, it applies universally to, to all paths, you know, and mm -hmm. here to very specifically here to the entrepreneurial journey and, and the yeah. marketing journey and right. it applies to, to life as well. Mm -hmm. So Amy, I want to thank you for hopping on tonight. Well, and, thanks so much for having me, Paul. Yeah. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's been awesome. And I've been waiting to have this conversation with you now mm -hmm. to pay it back and to pay it forward. If someone watching this really has been needing to reach out to somebody and it, they really resonate with this chat and they watch this or they listen to this later, how does someone go about finding you and reaching out to you? And, 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 you know, what does it look like to do a coaching session with you? Yeah. Oh, a, a coaching session looks a lot like what you and I just did okay. <laughs> talking cool. through, yeah. talking through, you know, what your goals are and how can we get there? Um, yeah. Gosh, you can email me, you know, Amy at MarquezCoaching.com. Awesome. Um, yeah. And you can, you know, drop some information in the, in the chat there when you're done, but 
Absolutely. We, I, first session, I always do a couple hours or whatever you've got time for, and there's no cost for the first session. We'll see if we're a good fit and what you're looking for and, you know, go from there and see how we can work together. I'm, I'm always, always excited when people are looking to move, to move forward and to become their most authentic and, and genuine selves. Cause you know, life's too short to live in somebody else's box. Yeah. Find your own box. Right. Make it huge. Make it a huge castle if you want to. That's right. Okay. It's okay. So Amy, thank you so much. And guys, seriously, if you, if you resonated with tonight, please feel free to reach out to Amy. I'll drop her info below here in the chat here on my page afterwards as well. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'll get you in contact with Amy and super again, grateful to have you here tonight, Amy. Yeah. Thanks so much, Paul. Yeah, really appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah, good to talk to you. Yeah, you too. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you here in the next live here very soon. This next week, um, we're going to go live here again Monday here at 8 p.m. Central as always. And then the following Saturday, two Saturdays from now, we will be interviewing with Antonio Norton about his entrepreneurial journey so far. And we'll kick it off real soon. All right. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Paul. Take care.